0: action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of Human affairs or dma and check it out right now yo
1: yo it's time to talk that sports talk with cooper and big man This beat don't ever count us out, cuz we always kicking out. We go for the people and put the smack down on the street. New Jesper in town, we go in all elite mess around. Got a triple double on them, suck like OG slam ducking on them. We got what you want, we got what you need. We bring them feet. You want to talk this and that, and well, we want that Hall of Fame shot. You always see us swinging for the fences. So watch out ladies and gents, because we're the last chapter section. And you know we're gonna keep you guessing. Tag teaming on these haters, sending up blessings. We're gonna keep praying for you, cause you know that old saying, don't hate the player, hate the game. See, that's the thing that separates us. We're on that road to greatness, and there ain't no stopping us. We them go getters, and we're gonna go get it. Shutting down like a no hitter with three balls and two strikes, two away. We're throwing that splitter you never seen it coming. Something like an arcade. Whoa, we gotta keep the crowd jumping. And if you ain't down with that, we got four words for you. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man.
0: And we're back once again. It is time for some Sunday Night Baseball Basketball Talk. Koopa, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, brother. We've had a
1: good weekend. It's Mm -hmm. been nice. Let's get to this, dude. I'm excited about this one.
0: Me too. And, uh, of course, we are doing some off-season talk with the basketball and baseball leagues. As they're both in the off-season, it is now dead of winter for them. It is cold for them now, (laughs) ha 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 ha. Anyways, we're just going to have some fun, we're going to do some basketball first. We will be talking about the Southeast Division in the Eastern Conference. That will be featuring the Atlanta Hawks, Washington Wizards, Charlotte Hornets, Orlando Magic, and Miami Heat. Um, The following notes I do have provided by SI on available free agents. If I say none, check SI's website for the article. And you'll see why I don't have key free agents for some of these teams. Actually, I just have one team that doesn't have a key free agent. So, (laughs) when you hear that one, you'll know why. They didn't make the top 50. (laughs) All right, man. Ready to go. Let's do it. All right, man. First up, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Key free agent, Jeff Teague. A good point guard. A little bit long in the tooth. The Hawks, though, are pretty set at point guard with Trey Young. And have a nice young center in Clint Capella. Uh, The team... Does need some depth, some talented wing players, and we could see soon see this team on the rise. I mean, yeah, dude, Trey Young, he's you know, he's he's the next step curry, dude. He's good, man. Yeah, he can shoot the three, he can light up from three easily. He distributes the ball pretty well. Uh, Clint Compella um, was great for he's the Rockets. A, he's a big guy, dude. So yeah. I, mean, uh, I was really surprised that the Rockets let him go, but they tried to do that small ball stuff, which came back and haunt them. Uh, so you get Clint Capella, Trey Young. And like I said, if you can just get some talent on the wings, watch out, man. The Hawks could be coming up. All right, man, next up we're going to talk about those Washington Wizards up in the capital. Key for agent for them is Davis Berton. He's a three-point shooting forward. He's about uh, 6'9", 6'10", ish, depending on uh, who you check on that listing. I believe the team's website had him at 6'10". S, I I believe had him listed at 6'9". So like I said, just depends on how you read it. The Wizards are a talented team, but what their problem is is they cannot stay healthy. That specifically falls on their leader John Wall uh, and his ability inability to stay healthy.
1: Yeah, man, it's yeah. John Wall is he's very talented. I just, <laughs> it, it sucks when you see a talent that uh, yeah. you know they they can do, but they just
0: they can't because they can't stay from being injured. So, right. You know. So I believe one has to wonder if the team should actually just consider hitting the nuke button and begin a rebuild slash reboot Uh, because they could get plenty of offers for Bradley Beal. Probably won't get much in return for John Wall due to his lack of staying healthy and his high-priced contract. Contract. Contact. (laughs) But Bradley Beal still has a pretty decent contract where it's actually still pretty team-friendly. The only problem is is, uh, Beal has been very loyal to the team, so he's not trying to push his way out. So, I mean, just about any team, if they make a good enough offer, can get him. It's not like he's trying to, like, hey, I'm trying to pigeonhole my way into a certain team. So, But he also doesn't necessarily want to leave either.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, the thing that differs from the league now and back in the day is, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day people wanted to stay with their team, like, yeah. their whole career, you know. Mm-hmm. And nowadays it's more about the contract and who's going to give me this, the better, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. and. I mean, it's kind of nice to see Beal actually wanting to stick
0: with his team, so there you go. Absolutely. All right, man, next up we have the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Like I said, they have no key free agents, as none of them were in the SI top 50 of available free agents. So the Michael Jordan-owned Hornets have some good young talent, but also lack that veteran leader uh, slash presence to help them take the next step. Uh, the question will be was whether they'll use the third overall pick to actually get that veteran presence in later or will they just stand pat and use the pick? We'll find that out this week. Um, I believe it's Thursday, November 18th is when they'll no sorry, that's November 19th yeah was when they will be doing the draft and then two days later follow up with free agency. Um, that's gonna be the question is whether or not they actually stay and pick at number three or whether they'll move on or move it and try to package and get somebody to help. This
1: this time of year is so cool too. Like mm-hmm. people don't really think about it because like, oh, I just want the season to start, but this is cool cuz you're going to get see get to see, you know, the draft. Yep. Then you're going to get to see free agency and I love the way they've got this set up, dude. The way they got the draft set up <laughs> and then free agency, it's not like NFL where it's free agency and then the
0: draft. Uh, the only reason why I kind of like the NFL setup though is because you can then it whatever you don't get in free agency you know what you need then in the draft
1: Well yeah I guess I thought about it the other way around so
0: yeah I mean I mean I understand you still want to try to get a good young talented player but like to me it's like if I know I, that changes my whole perspective because what if I can get let's say the top guy is a small forward and I get him. But then I turn around and actually the best small forward on the market wants to come. What do I do then?
1: Oh, yeah, I guess then there's
0: that. But I also needed a point guard, which I could have taken with my pick. But there's not a really good point guard on the market. If I could have taken the point guard, you know, and picked him up. And then if I knew for a fact, it's basically you don't really know for a fact. Because free agency obviously is ebb and flow. You know, whoever will end up offering the most in playing time will obviously get the player. But yeah. I mean, obviously, though, that's where it just seems like it'd be kind of a headache. Where it's like, if I go into free agency first, I go, okay, okay, this is what I need you, to take care you of. You know
1: what you need, and then at the draft, you take care of what else what you didn't get, get. Yeah, so, I yeah, mean, I'm, of course, you can go I into free. Agency. That. I
0: mean, you can't go into free agency and blank out. So you got to just draft anyways. But when you only, especially what I don't like is the NBA is only two rounds. Yeah. So, and you usually only will end up with two picks. Sometimes you can accumulate depending on how things go and whatever trade assets you've done in past years, blah, 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 but you But then if you need if you have more than two needs, and if you're, you're, you're the crapshoot pretty much after the lotto's over. It's crap crapshoot after that. So, it's kind of hard. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, that's why I kind of like the NFL style a little bit better. All right, so we're going to move on to the Orlando Magic. This is kind of going to be a short one because it's actually mostly the fact that the free agent, key free agents is guard forward Evan Fournier and guard DJ Augustine. Um, Augustine is a little bit long in the tooth now, so they don't necessarily need to bring him back. Uh, Fournier, I believe they would probably need to bring back. Uh, they're slowly on the rise back to prominence, back from, you know, when they made a run when they had Dwight Howard in the... Uh, mid two thousands, and then also in the mid nineties when they had Shaq and Penny, so they're on their way back up. What they do lack is that superstar leader. If they can figure out a way to get that without giving up too much or getting it in the draft somehow, this team could be a threat soon enough.
1: Yeah, man, it would be nice to see, you know, a home <clears> team, you know, actually do something. You know, I know, I know, we had Miami Heat, but it'd be nice to have an alternate team to be, you know, a contender. Yeah, two so.
0: teams in the state being contenders yeah. instead of just Miami, which would be nice. Plus, is <clears throat> closer. It is. It's closer for us. It's only about two and a half to three hours away instead of six. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right, so then finally we have the division champs and Eastern Conference champs who lost in the finals <laughs> to the Lakers, the Miami Heat. Miami Heat has Goran Dragic, Jay Crowder, and Derek Jones Jr. as their key free agents. So what does the team that made it all the way to the finals but fell short need? Well, to me, they need to just run it back. Um, Try to run it back anyways. I believe they have a very talented superstar leader in Jimmy Butler, which obviously showed. they got great young perimeter shooters that have a year of experience now in Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. They obviously still need a point guard, and that's why I think they should look to bring back Dragic and then just hope he avoids um, an injury. And they just need some quality depth. they got to get some help for uh, Jimmy Butler, who was relied way too much in the playoffs, and it showed in the finals, specifically game six, when he was just wore out.
1: Yeah, I I think that was their downfall, too, is their depth.
0: Yeah. I mean, because
1: if they had a little bit more depth, Jimmy wouldn't have to play 40 minutes a game. That was just Throughout crazy. the playoffs. So. Yeah, man. That was they're just. They're a really, very talented team, and I can't wait to see what they do this coming
0: season. Me too, man. Me too. I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. Let's switch some gears. Burnt, burnt, and get ready for some baseball let's talk. Let's do it, brother. All right. We're going to take a quick, short intermission. Brought to you by. I don't know. Let us know. We'd like to know. <laughs> All right, we are back for some baseball talk. Cooper, are you ready? I'm ready, man. All right, we're going to be talking about the AL Central. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, so this is brought – the information I have on free agency is brought to you by MLB.com. You can look up the article and see the top 25 available talent. And, obviously, you'll hear a lot of no-key free agents because none of them were in the top 25 except one team had two. And that was the Divisions Champs, and we'll get to those – that team here in a bit. Alright, so let's start off with the bottom dwellers of the division, the Detroit Tigers. Key free agents or not. The Tigers did bring in former Astros manager A.J. Hinch, who despite the cheating scandal, is a top manager in this league. He does get another opportunity to mold young players and help with their development. Uh, will they be in the Lindor Swift I don't see it. They have two young guys already in those spots, and I think they'll look to bolster their starting rotation and their bullpen.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that uh, you know when you got two young players like that, mm-hmm. you know it just it, it doesn't make sense
0: to go after them. So yeah, full plan. You know I get that. So. Right. All right. Next up, we have the Kansas City Royals. Um, the Royals really haven't been the same since their back-to-back World Series appearances, winning one of them. The team likes a superstar. St- uh, <laughs> I got too fast there. The team lacks a superstar talent outside of catcher Salvador Perez. They could be, could they be in on Lindor? Uh, they could, however, the likelihood the Indians trade Lindor within the division is slim to none. Plus, Kansas City not really a big market spending team, so the price tag Lindor would require just seems a bit too steep. Yeah, definitely, man. So that would probably be a no for them. And uh, this team, like I said, they just need a superstar. They're just going to have to try to develop one as best they can. Uh, obviously, because that's what they did. That's how they got to those World Series earlier yeah. earlier in the decade. So, And that's probably what we'll take that to get back. Um, they need to also stop, try, stop trying to trade away all their top talent, too. <laughs> just my opinion on that. But Alright, next up, we have those pesky Cleveland Indians. They're not pesky. I just like calling them pesky because they like to do things like that. Be mm-hmm. pesky. The Indians have struggled a bit since losing the World Series to the Cubs. They've been quite compet- competitive, but cannot seem to get over the hump and back to the World Series. They do have a starting pitcher in Shane Bieber who can win a Cy Young. They have talent up and down the lineup. However, they just seem to lack depth and a good enough bullpen to get them over the hump. Uh, this part of the this is part of the reasoning. Um, oh, this is part of their reasoning to see what the trade market will bring Lindor. That and the fact they could lose Lindor for nothing after next season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move by them. I mean, let him go somewhere else. Bring in some younger talent, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, something to help the, the, you know, the bullpen or the lineup. Whatever, man.
0: Because, yep. you know, like you said, they haven't been quite the same. So, there you go. Right. And it's not, and it's, the lineup won't hurt so much just by losing Lindor. That's the reason why they're looking yeah. at this. It's not going to kill them offensively just to lose Lindor. It's like okay, it, yes, it sucks because you want to keep suck him because you want to keep him, but, but no, that, at yeah. the same time, if it can bring you a couple of quality bullpen guys, and that's what you need and, to, and
1: that's that's sometimes what people don't realize too when they start thinking about all this. Like, Man, why would they get rid of him, mm-hmm. You know what? It is a business, too. And yep. it, what makes sense for business is to, to get back to the World Series. That's what baseball is all about, baby. Yep. So, you know. It took the Dodgers uh, long enough to get back. Yeah. So. And just to win one. So. Well, they, 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 should have, they should have won the other ones, too. But, you know, whatever. Yeah,
0: we're not going to talk about that, Agent yeah. Hinch. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. The Chicago White Sox is next up, finishing second in the division. The Chicago. Chicago. The White Sox are not lacking too much in talent. They have the reigning NL, uh, sorry, not NL, AL MVP in Jose Abreu, and they brought in a championship-winning manager in Tony La Russa. Again, they probably won't be in on, the Lindor, to, um, in on Lindor due to the fact that the Indians have a reluctance to trade within the division. So I'm not seeing a whole lot that Chicago needs it might actually be just a manager to bring it all together, and that could be what Tony Larissa brings for them. Well, let's hope so, because that analyst just Sarah Spain yeah, tore really him a new did one.
1: not care for this yeah this move. But you know what I mean? He's already been a part of the league. He's already proven himself a winner. You know, it doesn't matter the age difference. You know, it's
0: it's it's baseball, dude. Yeah. Get back to basics. Yeah, sometimes that's all it takes. I mean, everybody's too worried about trying to hit home runs and yeah, and get strikeouts. Sometimes you just need to be able to put the ball in play, mix them out and then just put the ball in play and hit them where they ain't. Yeah, of course they ain't in the stands, but also guess what? It's hard to get it to the, into the stands all the time too. Exactly. Except when it comes to a foul ball. Yeah. <laughs> my My
1: favorite, my favorite thing too is is watching people run the bases. Yes. Yeah.
0: That, that's just strategy made, to me. That's, that's why I'm not looking forward to the possible universal DH rule coming up.
1: Oh man, right? That seems easy. It just a makes it
0: lazier. Just, just yeah, it, it's easier for the managers. You, you'd think if they were going to do it, they'd just make it where
1: all the pitchers had to, had to bet. Just yeah. do it. Make everybody happy to do it. Yeah, that's right. So, all right, man. I if, mean, in fact, I, I any pitcher you. You hear they talk about it. They like the bat. It's it's different for them. I know it's it's hard on their arm because Mm -hmm. of the swing or whatever, but still, you know what? They're they're baseball players. They want want
0: a bat, too. Yeah. All right, man. Finally, we have the Minnesota Twins, winners of the AL Central. The Twins won the division. Uh, They do have 2K free agents and aging DH and Nelson Cruz and a starting pitcher that dealt with injuries this past season in and Jake, and Jake Odorizzi. If they let either of those go, they will need to find a replacement for both, or one of them. The good news is for the Twins is Kent Maeda was the runner-up as in the Cy Young race and still looks talented enough to lead this rotation. Not sure how the Twins can replace Cruz, but there is risk in bringing him back, being that he is 40 and batters can easily seem to age over an season. However, with Cruz, the possible reward might outweigh the risk in another team. Another team that doesn't spend big and will not be on on Lindor. Yeah, so
1: I mean, it just seems seems like it would be a better deal for them. So,
0: yeah, Uh, I basically Minnesota is one of those teams again, lacking in bullpen. If they can get that bullpen squared away, watch out. Yeah, man. I mean, because uh. that's all we're seeing is teams that have good to good or to average or slightly above to good are the ones making it to the World Series. The Rays made it. The Dodgers made it. Teams that don't have good, the teams that like the Yankees, they don't have a good enough bullpen.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's why they got beat by the Rays. The oh, Astros bullpen has been shellacked lately. That's why they couldn't beat the Rays, even though yes, they came back from down three zero to tie that series. And almost made it to the World Series. That's what still killed them for those first three games in Game 7. Yeah. you got to have a good enough bullpen. If you don't have a good enough bullpen, you ain't going nowhere. Your starting pitcher can't pitch nine innings all the time.
1: Exactly. And, you know, the bullpen is what helps that starting pitcher. And not only that, but if a starting pitcher goes in there thinking, Man, i got to go... So many innings, because I'm scared of, of letting somebody else come in here. You know, right. you're risking either injury or even just just the mental
0: stress on stress the starting rates. pitcher. Yeah, who then has to pitch tight and can make is prone more prone to mistakes. And that's always what I felt that killed Kershaw in oh, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because either we never had a number two pitcher on the line in the lineup. I mean, until we got Grinky for a while there. And that's when he had good playoff appearances is when we had grinky because he's like, hey, if I mess up, Grinky will probably get us to next game. Yeah. Well, then when we lost Grinky, he went back to being tight and then he's like, I gotta, I gotta be the pitcher. I gotta make sure we win. I gotta win. I gotta win. I gotta
1: win.
0: Yeah. He, he, and he's tight and he, throw over, he doesn't get that break on his slider, doesn't get the break on his curve. And you watch him home run go over his head and you're just like, dude, what the hell just happened?
1: So I mean, yeah, it's it's proven that you have a bullpen, mm-hmm. and your starting rotation is a lot less stressed, and they're they're loose, they're ready to go, they're they're happy to play, and you know, I mean, I, I've always loved watching relievers too because relievers go in there with something to prove. So
0: yeah, because some yeah. usually are um, young guys like Orleo Reyes who's trying to show that he could be a starter when he's in the bullpen. Yeah. Like for the Dodgers, um, and some are just old starters who are still trying to, you know, prove that they still got something left. But they'll be happy to take that relief role, exactly. Or you just have the guys that are just meant to be relievers. So it just there you go. and that's what you get, and that's uh, a great balance,
1: dude. But what I've always loved is the closure.
0: Oh gosh, All yes, the beast, dude. Yeah, I don't know what's happened to Kenley Jensen, but he's been kind of, like, scary lately. I'm Mm -hmm. like, dude, what's going on with you? No, don't put him in. Don't put him in. Kenley, why? No. No, Kenley, no.
1: (laughs) But still, I mean, I like closers, man. It's just, it's interesting when a closer comes in. All
0: right. All right, man, so let's go ahead, and we got to do our trivia answer. Shout Let's do
1: this, brother. Let's do this. (laughs) What is it with people, man? They they come up with these
0: answers too quick. I I could come up with something better, obviously.
1: we 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 got to come up with some more crafty. I don't know, man.
0: All right, so the question was, on this date a week ago, so that was November 8th, 1970, this kicker kicked the longest field goal in NFL history made the longest field goal in NFL history needed to know who it was the team he played for the team he did it against the long the length of the field goal and why was it significant first up we want to give a shout out from TikTok to Warren Longoria who was the one who got the answer correct and right off the bat I barely even had it posted within an hour I had a response um, he was a little bit wrong on the first name of the kicker. The t- kicker was actually Tom Dempsey, not Jack Dempsey, of the New Orleans Saints against the Detroit Lions, and he kicked it with half a foot, and it was 63 yards. Man, yeah, man. That's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, man. And we're also going to give a shout-out to your man, Johnny Canuck. Who Johnny also Canuck, what's up, brother? We love you. That's right. So Johnny Canuck was the man who got our other one. And this correct. guy is a big sports fan
1: too. We we love our sports fans. So let's let's give a big shout
0: out to Johnny, man. Love mm-hmm. you, brother. And we thank you for uh, we appreciate you uh participating. And of course, we're gonna come back with you for with another one um probably oh well i think well cooper it's your turn so you get to pick a episode that you want to do one and whatever the trivia will be yeah i guess we'll we'll come up with it this week and we'll let y'all know yeah, we'll either announce it on tiktok instagram facebook or we'll have it announced on the next episode that he decides after he gets it done all, all right, right man i think that's everything that's it brother wow we actually covered that pretty quickly that was fun, man. Kind of makes up for what we went over on our rants last night with the hey, wrestling talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I got a little ranny. That's my bad. We love y'all. We do. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see. I don't think there's anything. Oh, uh, tomorrow. Na- uh, tomorrow's the end of the uh, NBA moratorium, mormor- so trades will be commencing tomorrow. We have the NBA draft this week. Two days after that, M- uh, NBA free agency kicks off, as we mentioned earlier. It's about to be an exciting hot stove oh, for basketball. yes, man. So a lot oh. of the information that we've already covered is already going to start changing. And actually, the next um, division we got to cover is the uh, Eastern Conference Central Division. We could be talking about a whole nother get-up before next week. So Yeah, this is going to be interesting, brother. I can't yeah. wait to see what happens. Absolutely. So uh, basically, whenever that happens, basically what we'll do then... Um, we'll may I'll come up with, because well, obviously free agency will pretty much be in motion um, with the central teams. Basically, we'll um, just talk about what, what they got in the draft, um, if they need anything via trade or whatever trades they've done, any free agencies they had picked up at that point. And we'll just go from there and we'll continue. on We'll click on through the rest of the league, and then we'll come back and we'll recap the uh, Atlantic and Southeast Division from what they did in the offseason.
1: Sounds good, brother. Yep.
0: and then, of course, if anything starts changing in uh, Major League Baseball, we'll also um, recap what has happened. And give updates. And give updates as we go along with that. Um, so, Tuesday, Tuesday Night Football is when we'll be back.
1: Yes, Tuesday Night Football. I can't wait for this,
0: brother! And I can't yes. do this. It's going to be fun on it, the bus. It's been a good, good Sunday, just saying. It has been. It's been a great Sunday. Uh, Rams won. (coughs) Steelers. Uh, Undefeated. 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 Uh, Uh, Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, Got a little cough. Uh, I think he's got the Kroner or something. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right, man. We are out of here. As always, guys, keep Keep on talking talking sports. sports.